0: Young Adult
1: Hello listeners and welcome to Bookplate, your monthly dive into the Forever Young Adult book club pick. My name is Annie and I am
0: one of your lovely hosts. Hi, I'm Jenny. I am from San Francisco and I also write for FYA. Hi, I'm Britt, and pretty much what Jenny said.
1: <laughs> SFFYA and writer for FYA. Woohoo! And we can't tell you how happy we are to be here since our launch.
0: Yes, thank you guys so much for listening, and everybody has been saying really nice stuff to us. So we're really excited that you're, you know, willing to listen to us. It's actually really exciting. It is. Me. Yeah. 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 This is Annie's brainchild, by the way. So you know, we'll we'll give her props. Aww you're too sweet (laughs) hopefully the editing gets better as we go (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is a passion project so don't judge us too harshly
1: true that but you can find us on the web at foreveryoungadult.com you can join a book club chapter in your area or start your own by visiting us online and clicking on the book club link at the top of the page don't forget to check out our monthly themed wallpaper created by graphics goddess mandy c which is always featured at the top of the page as well. Yay. Mm -hmm. Cool. For those of you who don't know, we go about this as a meal to more easily digest the book. This month is The Memory Book by, and now I don't even have. Laura Avery. Thank you. I was like Avery something. (laughs) Laura Avery. My apologies, Laura Avery. First is our amuse-bouche, which is a nice bite into the book. In her two months of high school, ambitious weirdo and class valedictorian, Sammy McCoy, finds out she has a terminal illness that causes dementia as well as other severe symptoms. She begins writing to future Sam, who will need to know who she is, which becomes her memory
0: book. All right, so quick poll. Who liked it? Who didn't? Boo. Sorry. (laughs) um, Well written. Not my fave. I am neutral. Also well written. I loved her voice, but... Eh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> she has a great voice. I, just I mean, her her literary voice is on point.
2: Yeah. I've been in kind of a reading slump lately, and I picked up this book, and I'm like, can't put down. <laughs> it goes so fast. Yeah. It's just, it's like funnier than I expected it to be. It's got kind of like a, um, I guess, The Fault in Our Stars vibe, where, you know, mm. it's like, this is a sad book about... <laughs> you know a teenager with a terminal illness but like
0: biting wit <laughs> yeah yeah banter she's a good character i really like her
1: i like the concept of her writing to her future self too yeah i agree with all of that i just i think you haven't finished it right no okay so my
2: Brit- school year started that's my excuse <laughs> no that's legit <laughs> she <laughs> knows
0: totally legit. Though. but she's y- only everyone knows what pages. happens yeah you know what happens i know like, yeah. yeah 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 spoiler alert yeah she
1: dies <laughs> Duh. but um, <laughs> i think for me it was the fact that i liked the character so much that i wanted more out of it and i was yeah. and i was legitimately upset that the only goal and like end game of the book was that she was going to die and i was like man there could have been so much more happening here before like girl with terminal illness yeah but we're adding a new um, what do we <laughs> call it feature we oh yeah. our <laughs> <laughs> our podcast which is the the
0: husband take
1: <laughs> all of us are married recently or unrecently <laughs>
0: <laughs> and none of our husbands actually read YA <laughs> right or even read
1: although I don't know about your husbands but my husband h- has dyslexia so he doesn't really read he only reads Wikipedia <laughs> um my husband occasionally listens to audiobooks
2: But, yeah, not a huge reader. He read when he had a job where there was literally, like, nothing for him to do when there wasn't a customer. Then Mm -hmm. he got, like, a lot of reading done. But now it's audiobooks every once in a while.
0: And mine doesn't read fiction all that often. However, he did read Ruddy Player One, and he ah. loved it to the point where he patted me on the shoulder once he finished it. And was like, <laughs> "That was a very good book. Thank you."
1: <laughs> so oh
0: my God, the spouse win.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my husband. We both listened to the audio book of that one.
0: I had to go for audio because Will Wheaton. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, do you want to read your husband take? <coughs> yes. So, my husband's name is Adam. And he says about the memory book, and make sure you're looking at the cover, when, or at least picture <laughs> it in your head. He says, it's obviously someone with amnesia who doesn't remember how she got that white coat. <laughs> and I said, okay, so what genre do you think it is? And he says, well, YA, duh.
2: Because uh, that's a genre. Yes, I know. Not a demographic.
0: <laughs> and he he knows better, too. And he knows that when he comes home, he's in Seattle right now. When he comes home from Seattle, mm-hmm. I'm going to give him the lecture about <laughs> YA is more of a penumbra <laughs> that all of these subgenres are under? Anyway, so he's with his best friend right now. And I also asked him, show it to your best friend, <laughs> find out what he thinks. Oh, and his best friend, Ian, who lives in Seattle, if you want to hunt him down, <laughs> <laughs> says, it's clearly about troubled young women who discover something about themselves or scrapbooking. Or scrapbooking. <laughs> yeah, well, wait till you get to the comments for Six of Crows. Oh, man. <laughs> so I showed it to Jamile and he said, it's a memoir
1: of memories from the past, <laughs> which they don't remember. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, accurate.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My husband, Garrett, looked at it and said, that girl just looks really confused. <laughs> and I'm like prompted him to say more. And he was like, she looks like lost like she doesn't know how she got there, and maybe she like writes the memory book to remember, you know. Oh. And I was like, that's pretty much the plot.
0: <laughs> that's Good job, Barrett, yeah, yeah. The gold star. <laughs> oh, show off. <laughs> no, his take on
2: Six of Crows is ridiculous, though. So wait till we get to that one.
0: Man, I can't. <laughs> like wait. actual crows. Maybe. Oh, I can't wait to tell Adam that he gets an F on this one. <laughs> 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 maybe he'll try harder next time.
1: For those of you who don't know, we do this by food and music and things that actually happen in the book. So it's book plate. We're going to eat it with our different parts of the meal. And the next one is the appetizer. And in this book, they eat dark chocolate almonds, one of my faves. Our topic for the appetizer is terminal illness. So my question (laughs) is, is this about representation? Like we need more terminal illness stories or is there an actual market for young people who die books? That is my question. Well, I meant to research this. Is her disease actually real? Yeah, I looked it up. Oh, okay. Oh, I it looked is? it up. Um, Yeah, it's totally real. Oh, well, okay. Because I was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and again, you already mentioned Fault in Our Stars. Like, mm. I get the need for cancer because that's totally real. Yeah. And we have dementia. And like, I, I have had family members who've had Alzheimer's. And, like, I understand that. But what is this about the young person terminal yeah. illness. I think, I mean,
2: I think it's just like a larger or like an easier way to express a live life to the fullest kind of theme and go after your dreams. and.
0: Yeah, well, you know how all the teenagers, the kids these days say, <laughs> I have all the feels, you know. Oh, oh yeah, Annie's making a face, again. <laughs> so guys. Apparently, she has never heard this before. She has none of the feels. <laughs> no, I have the feels, but... I, I don't think I have any feels. I have feelings. <laughs> yeah Damn kids.
1: I mean, I have feels about capitalism, but not about, like, <laughs> young people's terminal illness. Well,
0: but, I mean, think about when, when you're actually a teenager, though. You have all of these emotions and hormones going on, and... I don't know. I probably would have been all over this when, as an actual teen, but as an adult, I'm like, oh, great. Nice girl dies courageously. Woohoo! <laughs> Maybe my opinion will change when I get to the end, but I just, I just love
2: her writing style. In her she, writing is great. You know, tries to stay positive in the face of, like, all of the crap that she's going through. I don't know. It's just, it makes it so you can send that message without it being cheesy, I guess, because it's like she literally has to live her life to the fullest because there's mm-hmm. not much of it left. Or if it's just like, yeah. go
0: after your dreams, kids. And it's like, <laughs> all right, after school special. <laughs> I kind of took it as shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> the tragic romance. I would have loved that at that age. I don't know about you guys. I just feel like it's built in tragedy.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we have all the feels when we're young people, right? <laughs> and the tragedy for me as a young person was usually a small, like very personal, like very microcosmic experience of my own. But when you automatically start with like terminal illness, (laughs) then I feel like it's just a shortcut instead of writing something that I could have seen more beautifully emoted. And when she's such a good writer, Mm -hmm. she Mm is clearly a great writer. I was like, you literally have all the options here, but instead you chose the shortcut of terminal illness. Maybe it's a way for her to process something in her life and I think that that kind of that's kind of what I got in the uh, author's note is that there was like a friend of a friend or like family where that was the case Mm -hmm. and I get that that's totally tragic to like lose a young person in a family so soon but I also just feel like there's like again she was so creative and she had so much to say and I just wanted I wanted to think that maybe this world could be expanded
0: on almost that makes sense
1: and instead it's like (laughs) you die yeah i didn't read the author's
2: note before but looking at it now in the second to last paragraph is when she mentions like to anybody who has had to suffer this disease like thanks for letting me tell your story and please you know like write me if i didn't get it correct or whatever um but like john green with the fault in our stars was like this is based on like yeah me you know being in cancer wards for kids and teenagers and like seeing them firsthand and like that's why I want to tell the story but it does almost seem like a little like an afterthought in this one she picked like the most tragic disease maybe she started with the concept of like what if somebody wrote down all their memories but I don't want to do a standard like dear diary (laughs) (laughs) I know I'll give them I don't know I
0: (laughs) mean (laughs) dementia right teen dementia (laughs) The, we'll title this podcast teen dementia <laughs> the memory book
1: <laughs> i mean that's pretty much what it's
2: well, offensive
1: yeah no,
0: but it is kind i mean i mean well it's funny to me so <laughs> people should yell at me if they think that's offensive it is teen dementia though it is like oh, shortcut I mean, it, it teen genuinely dementia is. that's essentially what it is it genuinely is that's not to take away for how sad it is however no. teen dementia just makes me laugh why not? Teens can do everything else, and why? <laughs> they, why can't they have dementia <laughs> too? <laughs> oh man.
1: Our main course is spaghetti and pizza. Also, tab tablature. I don't know if that's the right word. Tablature of high school tropes and love triangle. Ugh. <laughs> love, <triangles. laughs> love triangle tablature of high school tropes we have debate team graduation queer best friend long-term crush it's it's like the whole bag of confetti
0: <laughs> yes i
2: did not like her friend maddie well again i haven't finished long. so eh. uh, so far i don't far, think I your don't opinion p- will change <laughs> I I didn't like the way that she reacted. It was like she was going through her breakup and she just took like all of her shit out on her friend. Because I don't know, but I'm not a teenager. Like every <laughs> It's like everything is about. But I thought it was kind of obvious. I know we're hearing the story from uh, what's the main character? <laughs> Sammy. Sammy. Yeah. I know we're hearing the story from Sammy's point of view. But like it felt obvious that she, you know, didn't want to anything to distract from the big, you know, nationals competition. And like, yeah whatever and so her telling her maddie took it as like oh thanks now you tell me you just want to use me to like lay your woes on or whatever like that was like really it's not about you
0: yeah like she was trying to spare you from this i don't know yeah no i did not like maddie at all really i felt that her
1: reactions were authentic though if i had a debate team partner and we were going into nationals, and she didn't tell me that, like, shit might go down.
0: I would also not be nice about it <laughs> when
1: shit went down.
0: <laughs> I'm not saying that she wasn't justified. I'm just saying I don't like her.
1: It was very much the queer best friend trope. It wasn't much outside of that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, really, Sammy is the most well-developed character in the whole thing. I loved her family. I liked Cooper a lot. Stuart, we'll get to that. <laughs> did he fuck her over <laughs> it's all about him <laughs> i'll rant i'll rant about him soon <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i have some thoughts you have some many thoughts yes so we've got graduation uh oh and the long-term crush yeah so yeah. i guess great Love are from to- afar <laughs> great we are on topic <laughs> Buck stewart shaw <laughs> Okay. it's kind
2: of a wish fulfillment thing right like uh, that she's been crushing on him from afar for like three years and then suddenly he moves back into town and is like
0: yeah Sweet, i like you too i mean that's that i'm part okay is with great, that <laughs> but totally okay with that no no i think i think that would be awesome and fun but th- he's a pretentious literary yeah mother effer i <laughs> i hated him so much <laughs> i felt like he was Praying on sammy because oh my god look at this little 17 Mm. year old who thinks i'm a big deal yes oh and i'm so deep and i write and i didn't even think
1: about that that's totally true but
0: also isn't it
2: a trope to have like the best friend like the old childhood best friend be secretly and you know yeah both of them everything is a trope yeah in this book
1: (laughs) is fine um. yeah which
0: in lesser hands it would have been really terrible however yeah. i think lara or lara avery's writing style is just incredible so yeah mm. yeah i liked cooper a lot Cooper's um, so cute even though he's stoned all the time
2: <laughs> yeah i don't know i mean i keep comparing this book to other books but yeah. I'm a Katniss and Gale person. <laughs> uh, and I'm sorry. I'm Gale. No, I'm, I'm Gale a Gale stan all the, all the way. All the way. Okay, Cause Gale's Gale like the Cooper, way. right? Like the friend that they yes. grew up with and who knows mm-hmm. like, you know, the what's that Marilyn Monroe quote? Knows like the oh, worst.
0: If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. Can handle her at her
2: worst, <laughs> you know? And then like Stewart is like PETA who comes like marching in and like here, have some bread. <laughs> 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 except
0: by bread he means like my poetry yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think he's he i think he really wants to give her his baguette
2: (laughs) we're so mature
0: (laughs) yes we're adults we're we're grown-ups reading (laughs) grown-up literary works (laughs) just like stuart (laughs) i hope you're enjoying this
1: stuart shaw really evoked my like long-term crush person and was the same like style and oh yeah not all of it was the same but like uh, almost like I could see them fulfilling the same like space in the universe like tall and slim and like mysterious sloner dude but mm-hmm. also hipster um, yeah but uh, yeah <laughs> but also just like like ironically popular Iron? yes oh. exactly ironically popular and still years later sexy as fuck which is l- <laughs> which was my problem and still today my problem
0: <laughs> I, I know you didn't ask for being sexy as fuck but you just <laughs> are i <laughs> know he's, he's oh i didn't ask to be so wonderful and so intelligent literary but here i am <laughs> and oh you like what i write oh you want to read some more <laughs> He, is, is ew, i hate him so much because he really is like everybody that i had a crush on at that uh, time in life mm. oh and now now he's he's like guy in your mfa no yeah. i just i just want to stab him in the face he is guy in your mfa yeah twitter I'm getting a typewriter so I can be more authentic when I write my poetry.
2: Wait, is this like a specific Twitter account? Yes. What's it called? Yes. Guy in your MFA. <laughs> Guy in your MFA. Yes. Masters Fine Arts. Oh, it's like you know. Okay. It is the I'll best. have to check it out. I follow like the um your what is it like typical YA boyfriend or whatever. It's oh, called I that don't that. follow that one. Um, and like our typical brooding, ha- brooding hero YA hero. Pretty yeah, YA yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Those <laughs> I are really funny. Follow that one. No
1: guy in your MFA is great. I only took a couple of English writing classes as an undergrad, but it, it there he is that guy.
0: <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, he totally is. Oh yeah.
0: Well and at that age I was like, oh you're so smart and finally somebody to connect to on an intellectual level. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no.
1: <laughs> but Come. I liked how it turned out he wasn't writing. You yeah. know, like she she had this concept what? of him. As, oh, sorry. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler. No, no, no. that's my fault well (laughs)
0: i mean brit brit does know that we talk about spoilers so i think we do (laughs) 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 shit man (laughs) sorry (laughs) Um, it's only been
1: you find out that he's like when working (laughs) on his novel but he's like not working
0: at all
2: lame what's he
0: doing just
1: like
2: me (laughs) he should go to um What's that writer's retreat from <laughs> the from the fairy book?
0: Yes, oh yeah, Malie. He needs to go to Malie
2: and get some shit done. <laughs> yeah, like you know, the Fae will set him straight. That's true. I
0: I would actually like to take his place. He doesn't deserve <laughs> it.
1: I, I would love a crossover. Like
0: Stuart I will write John that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stewart Shaw dies terribly. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the sequel to Roses and Rod. I'll tell Cat Howard. <laughs> oh man
1: did that that was actually like he's built up so much but when you find out that he's actually not delivering yeah i felt that's, i felt that's vindicated real I, that's real life and i felt vindicated in that because he does have a fairy tale life he has like rich parents the huge house he doesn't have to work he's he's home he gets like the girl who's like totally fantastically in love with him you mm-hmm. know he gets everything and then you find out like he's totally self-h- self-hating and self-defeating in his own like inability to produce and i was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's like yes that is the truth
0: yeah there's even a quote about it i'm trying to find it in my copy here because it was something about cooper pointed out like sure he's you know he's this great guy on paper but oh i I read pre- that part yeah he's pretending to be humble yeah like, but his parents own three houses right, right. exactly yeah.
1: exactly i also liked how the people that were rich were not the white people in this story mm-hmm. i mm. appreciated that and the love triangle, I have a quote from page 60. I remember you. <laughs> he said, I shook his hand. It was the shape and texture of a human hand, but it also burned me. Oh I Lord. do. I do love that cheesy YA shit. I do.
2: Oh, OK. Because it's when they're like typing back and forth on her laptop. Yes. Oh, yeah. Said, now you're sitting next to me tex- texting someone, probably Stuart, I'm guessing. I hope that guy knows was what he's in for. <laughs> and she said, what's that supposed to mean? And he said, why are we still typing? Blah, 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 blah. He meant like, you're not the average girl. It was supposed to be a compliment, not because of your disease. And um, she's like, this is my first real relationship and probably my last. Why can't you just be cool about it? And he's like, oh, you're serious, huh? Hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. Oh, you don't like him? Yeah, he's sort of a prick. Someone who has three houses but pretends to be this humble literary dude. It's exhausting. Like, just be real, dude.
0: Preach <laughs> it, Cooper. Just be real, dude. Preach it. Yeah.
1: I still have to say though, if my long-term crush ever got close enough to me to like hold my hand, I would also probably be like,
0: (gasps) "It burns." Yeah, (laughs) yeah, like totally, like
1: it burns, like heart stop,
0: like blood, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when Bono eventually comes to his (laughs) senses and comes to propose to me, I'm pretty sure that everything in my body will burn (laughs) and yearn adam knows this so don't worry guys <laughs> i'm just gonna have to have multiple husbands <laughs> i'm i'm totally pro that yeah actually it won't be a love triangle it'll be a love hexagon <laughs> well
1: you are the one who gave me cold magic where yes totally side note but where they do have multiple husbands the phoenician ladies are allowed oh, to i have haven't multiple read husbands. it yet, so. oh awesome
0: shit well
1: <laughs> i'm totally pro that, that. sounds
0: fantastic one for doing the dishes, one for <laughs> doing the rest of the housework.
1: One for just posing in the good light. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> to husband's.
1: Our dessert I put on milkshake. I do love milkshakes. They drink a lot of milkshakes in this book. They um, bring
0: all the boys to the yard. It's
1: true. It, that's like a patented known who or what is francis
2: the goat i'm <laughs> out of the loop
1: okay so there's a whole i still have like
2: 100 pages left i'm the worst is
1: francis the goat only in the last 100 pages i don't might remember. be so there's this whole like history it turns out between cooper and sammy's family they're on either sides of the hill oh yeah i didn't get to this okay so <laughs> they're, they're on either sides of the hill and there's this whole like long-term family story that has to do with Francis the goat where apparently <laughs> the families on either side of the hill it's like an actual goat or like a metaphor like an actual okay. goat <laughs> just checking no like <laughs> Francis is an actual goat and keeps wandering back and forth and like both families claim the goat for some reason I can't remember what it's like attractive qualities were besides that it was <laughs> Maybe had a it name made good cheese I don't know yeah no it was like a very attractive for some reason there's like a whole thing where like people want to claim who has Francis <laughs> there's some like f- claim worthy things there but it felt very like Hatfield McCoy Mm, Um, but in the end like the generational family history is interesting like they've lived there for so long there hasn't been like a love story between the two families until this generation a lot of it was about solidifying that upper valley scene I felt like one of the more compelling parts of the book was the characterization of the location Mm. I've never been to upper valley I don't really know what it looks like and I've never hung out there but it felt so real to me the way she describes it even though she's losing her memory that whole part where she tries to drive to the party and she has to pull off. Oh my god
2: I just my heart stopped like you know she's snarky and sarcastic and yeah. whatever whatever and then all of a sudden it's like lowercase letters and like typos and i was just like
0: what's happening to you no no child no <laughs> yeah oh my gosh let me take care of you and then when coop
2: wrote about when she had him type out what happened and i was reading that
0: went, oh. <laughs> Feels. wait till you get to the end yeah. uh, sorry girl He'll just be crying <laughs> It'll It'll go it's like really cry- crying
1: for the last
2: 50 pages that's kind of what i've heard so yeah i'm ready
0: yeah,
1: but I really liked that because I like again like this story was so full, like it was so full, and there were so many different pieces and so many different intriguing parts and like that's what that's actually what kept me interesting more than like what's gonna happen to the girl when her brain goes or whatever. I was way more interested in the like oh you have this long term history with your neighbors and you have a goat, you know <laughs> like of siblings and then a bunch and of
0: interesting parents yeah i love
1: the movie night description yeah
2: <laughs> the parents oh, yeah. thought wally was four hours of robots beeping at each other <laughs> and they never let them watch it again
1: <laughs> yeah all of that is like really cute and fun and and like that makes it acceptable to me because if it was <laughs> if that wasn't there then i would just be like ah book wall
0: book wall. <laughs> yeah well that's for next month me Oh, sorry. (laughs) Spoiler alert. I
1: don't know why. What's next on here?
0: Well, we've got drinks. Yes, gallon
2: of chocolate milk. Mm. Yeah, that's. Oh yeah, that was interesting. I can't imagine. Like it made me want to vomit just reading about her literally drinking a gallon of lukewarm chocolate milk. Like, dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Probably a bad idea. Yeah but i love i did you already mentioned the siblings the siblings are really fun mm-hmm. um my favorite part was this description of the little mermaid game <laughs> yes uh which is page 135 in the library copy i
0: read isn't it neat
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like davy i think who is the youngest sibling yeah is under the table playing a game she likes to call little mermaid where she wears one of mom's bras <laughs> collects all the forks <laughs> And doesn't talk, only gestures at things with wide eyes unless you pour
0: water into your <laughs> mouth. And her mother won't play it anymore since quote the toilet incident, <laughs> where her brother splashed toilet water on her.
2: <laughs> and I love that, um, like they were at dinner, and um, and Sammy needed a fork, and she's like, just ask Davy for a fork, and off the floor from her collection, she looks at it, wipes it on her pants, and is like, good enough. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> like the little details like that. yeah. yeah that's what makes it a gem for sure yeah and then it really got real at the end of the book again Britt, we're gonna have to say this but that's at the okay. end <laughs> she writes um the future biographies of the siblings Aww. yeah and then the siblings respond Aww. and that's when it really was just like
0: leak leaking waterworks
1: who's <laughs> <laughs> <It was> chopping <laughs> onions in here <laughs> huh? it it raining on my face yeah <laughs> Um, that's all yeah. I wanted to say. Was there anything else you two wanted to get in on this one? Fuck Stuart Shaw. I'm definitely gonna finish this one, but <laughs> it does go really fast. It's a super quick read. It keeps you entertained. Mm-hmm.
2: I didn't like that she was like prepared to cheat on her test. Oh. Like I know her I know oh, why. I've forgotten
0: about that. That's but the teacher now. Just the idea, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true.
2: <laughs> Just the idea that like Ambition comes before integrity. I don't know. That's like, yeah. It's kind of Slytherin. <coughs> <I'm a> Slytherin. <laughs> oh, am I with two Slytherins right now? <laughs> no.
1: I mean, I think I'm secretly Slytherin. I'm very obvious You are wearing green. I know.
0: It, true. I think I'm a Slyther claw, but b- recently I've just given in to the fact that, yeah, I probably am a Slytherin. You're
1: totally Slytherin. What? But I'm like. Well, I mean,
2: there's good <laughs> and bad qualities in every house. Of course.
1: But I'm like gr- Gryffindor Slytherin griffin and Slytherin. i'm like the hairy question where (laughs) like i could very easily be slytherin very easily and in fact that that's something that i could just like fall into with no question but like there's this drive in me to like have justice for some reason which i think is like why i end up in gryffindor just and not because i'm popular the popularity is not (laughs) that it's more just like this whole like
0: I could definitely Must see do you. right. Must yeah. make
1: things right. Whereas, like, the easy... Si- the other side of me is, like,
0: I'll just make it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I definitely
2: claim Ravenclaw, but if I'm being honest with myself, I'm a Ravenpuff.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could definitely yep. see you as a Ravenpuff. <laughs> and, Annie, I see you as a Gryffindor for sure. Uh, for me, you know, Ravenclaw appeals to me because, you know, books and learning... You are wearing it. blue. It's true. I love... I love everything about Ravenclaw, but if I'm honest with myself, I'm probably a Slytherin because I take charge of everything and plan everything, and everything just happens.
1: (laughs) You're also a Scorpio.
0: I am a Scorpio. I feel like
1: most natural Scorpios are just Slytherins because...
0: I mean, we are all awesome. (laughs) So, yes, thank you for that compliment.
1: (laughs) Clearly, I'm the odd one out
0: here. (laughs)
1: You're the one who brought it, <coughs> the Harry Potter.
0: Yeah, well, sorry. I, that's just like I do that without queen. thinking about that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I well, I think that's a shorthand. Pretty much everybody who's listening is going to understand. Yes. So. True. Yeah.
1: What do we think, uh, Sammy? What cl- what uh, cl- what know. house do you think Sammy was in? Gryffindor. You think she's Gryffindor? Even I do. with The cheating. Okay. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Um, maybe Ravenclaw maybe with Ravenclaw. that desire to win. But isn't that kind of more of a Slytherin thing? Like, you know, the ambition and the... Maybe, but like her methodology? I feel like
0: that's very Ravenclaw. I don't know. I think she's a Gryffindor. Hmm. She's divergent. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hope she gets two and a half great movies then. (laughs) Uh, I
2: just watched Allegiant like a month ago. Not Allegiant, sorry. Uh, Ascendant? What's the second one? No, no, Allegiant. Yeah, Allegiant. Allegiant yeah. was the third one, and then they're making like a part two because that's like a thing to mm-hmm. make the last one in a series. Two oh movies. yeah,
0: it's like Ascendant and then yeah. something else. Yeah, yeah. Allegiant
2: yeah. and then Ascendant's gonna be like the part two, like straight to TV that, oh that the no, original really? cast wants I think to be in. Oh, Hulu.
0: I think so. Straight if I recall Hulu. correctly, but also, like Shailene I'm Woodley didn't
2: want to do it, and like yeah
0: it wasn't well the book wasn't <laughs> no. good
2: either. no the book the was fir- I love the first two James movie or so books
1: the
2: movies were meh I didn't uh, like that book I love the first two <laughs> even though it's like a ridiculous thing that would never ever happen but like with the third book it felt like she didn't know where she was going with it and just like made up a bunch of stuff to try <laughs> and fill the plot holes mm and it made no sense and it was just like really that's your because like she kept building the suspense (laughs) of like why you know this dystopian future is the way it is and like you're gonna find out in the final book you're gonna find out and then it's just like uh hastily thought of explanation because i need to get a third book out
0: it was was an experiment Mm.
1: (laughs) still mad about that uh scene at the end of the first book with her mother right Mm. yeah yeah Yeah. still mad about that i was like uh uh-uh not doing it (laughs) isn't that like
2: totally abnegation of her though (laughs) (laughs) although she was raised dauntless maybe it's both okay we're way off track (laughs) no we're (laughs) way off track
1: (laughs) unless we have anything more to say about the memory book i'm just gonna say goodbye for this month and thank you for joining us for our august 2017 pick you can find us on twitter at the number four, ever ya, and the rest of our social media accounts, including Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Goodreads, Tumblr, and Litzy, by visiting foreveryoungadult.com. Next month, we're going to s- talk about Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo, which hmm. I'm excited about. <laughs> Me too.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jenny's like,
1: no comment.
2: No comment,
0: <laughs> right? Jenny says, hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But we hope you um, enjoyed this. And let us know, please, always. Feedback is how we know you're listening and how we change things for the better.
2: Thanks for listening, guys. See you next month, this month, (laughs) sometime. (laughs) Bye.